Destroy! 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 Company! Destroy! 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 Company! Destroy! Destroy! Company! Destroy! Destroy! Company! Destroy! 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 Company! Hello listeners, this is your host Ross Purdy for another week of Ross Purdy Destroys Comedy. They they said it couldn't be done, but I did it. Another goddamn week of this podcast. And who do I have on this week? Great special guests that were going to blow your mind. They've just wrapped up the first season of regular old Bogan, the new animated series on Seven Mate. So these guys, these guys are big time guys. The most big time guys I've ever had on the podcast. Mark and Seb from Stepmates, how are you guys going? Roscoe! How are you, legend? Oh, yeah. (laughs) Oh, wow, you're doing the voice right now. That's it. (laughs) Holy fuck, it's the Ross Birdie Podcast! (laughs) Cause I was gonna go all James, I, I was gonna go all James Lipton halfway through and say, "Can I speak to Gav?" <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fuck off, idiot. We're good. We're happy to be here, Ross. We're honoured. Absolutely honoured. Yeah, mate. This is the highlight of our career. Okay, so top ten highlights. This is number one. Oh, mate, this is clearly number one. Number like a country you. fucking mile. Um, hey, number two, getting getting the email, getting the invitation for this one. Okay, yeah. That was, the- that was number two. Number three. Setting up for it. We, we both had the shits all morning. We had like vicious diarrhea. Our, our bathroom door has been a revolving door um, of Seb slipping in and out. Seb and I slipping in and out of the dunny because we've just been, we've been a nervous wreck, to be honest, Ross Purdy. <laughs> we're, we're, we're terrified. Now, to be fair, if you feel the need to just squirt some more brown, I say just keep the mics on, keep the door open. Keep it hot. Awesome. Yeah, fuck, mate. I like it. Nice. Keep it real. That's what, this, that's what this podcast is all about, right? It's all about reality. It's all about being real. And I want to get real right now. The first season of your show, it's just, just wrapped up. How has the response been? Um, good, I think. Yeah, it's, it, it's weird, man, because um, you really only get feedback from your own bubble when when this shit happens so you really just get people um getting in touch that you know and and from high school and and from uni and stuff just saying oh it's fucking great you know it's it is um you know it's 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 awesome um and then you get the the polar opposite online which is just uh everyone telling you that it's the worst fucking thing ever created um it's an embarrassment it's cringy um and to be honest i think i agree with both sides yeah (laughs) it's good people on both sides you say yeah, yeah, yeah. But all right, so you, this this podcast destroys comedy. Ross Purdy, you've watched you've watched um, some of the regular old Bogan episodes. You've seen some shorts. What are your thoughts? Tell us. Well, I have to say, I have to start off by saying that regular listeners will know that um, since Howzo's twenty twenty came back, I have been hiding in my kitchen. <laughs> Because, and, and, and they'll know a year previously, I hid in my car for about a couple of weeks 
when Fat Pizza back in business came back. To me, a Paul Fennick, every time he comes out with a new thing, I fear the world's going to end. <laughs> so I, so, and your show was directly after House Host 2020. So I was hiding in the kitchen the whole time. Yeah. I wasn't able to watch most of it because of that. There's no TV mm. in my kitchen. And of course, that's why I hid there. So I can get away from houses. Yeah. It's probably a wise move, isn't it? Yeah. We had the unlucky because they always ran over as well. So <laughs> we'd tell people regular old Bergen starting at nine. And then actually it's really starting at like 9.09 or 9.15. So everyone that we told to tune into regular old Bergen caught the end of houses. Pete Corrigan, who's our um, composer, his, his grandmother is literally on death's door. Um, and she tuned in on the first night and they ran 10 minutes over houses. Um, just didn't follow the rules at all. So at 9.05, like the clock is ticking and she's watching Houzo's thinking that it's, um, that it's his show, thinking that that's a uh, regular old Bogan. Um, and I, geez, I'm surprised she made it through, to be honest. Um, but yeah, it was, it, was a, it was pretty tough watching, isn't it, um, uh, Houzo's, isn't it? Well, Paul Fennick is just, I mean, he's a menace. He's a menace. What's he doing putting these people on Australian TV that usually aren't on Australian TV? I just want to see a bunch of white middle-class people. I want, to pretend, <laughs> I want to pretend people on the doll don't actually exist. That's right. Yeah. And Paul but that is just, comes out and has the nerve. Has the, go- the has audacity. The <laughs> to shine a light on the underbelly. There's a, there's a couple of, he puts some tits in there. That's, a, that's always nice. We have a running joke that it's, it's like Paul, it's Paul Fennick's sort of, uh, what would you call it? Like he writes the scripts and he's like having, you know, like a threesome with these girls, like yeah. it's sort of wish fulfillment. He writes it for him. Yeah. He's like, um, and then I jump in a hot tub with three hot chicks and yeah, that's the show. That's and they the all want to blow me. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's, it, it's, well, I think he's like, there's part of him that's a genius. Like he's figured it out. He's been doing this for like, what, 10, 20 years? Yeah. He's fucking killing it. And internally it's seven, man. Like um, they fucking love him. They love him. He, it, the show's right off their fucking balls, which I still struggle to understand really why. Um, and, and, and the fucking folks at Seven fucking adore him. So did, uh, did regular old Bergen, do you reckon they got some, uh, some you know, heat off that? I mean, you said, you said it yourself, the ratings for those shows are off the roof. So being the lead-in show to you, you reckon you got some of that? You got some of that runoff in the ratings there? Mate, we would have fucking liked to. Um, that that was the plan. Like that 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 was the uh, that was the strategy anyway. It was like, yep, let's get let's get houses to be top of the funnel and and get a lot of people in to watch the show. Um, but they didn't stick around. Like the, there's a significant ratings drop from from houses into regular old bogan. They just didn't stick around. My theory is, I don't know. Maybe it's it was nine o'clock at night, so maybe it's a little bit too early for these people. Um, the Houzo's fans, you know, they've, they've just woken up. Um, and now it's just, just begun. Um, they've got 24 hours left of the day. Um, I don't know. It, it, it was very, um, it was uh, disheartening. But I do think they're, they're sort of two different audiences as well. The Houzo's audience are looking for uh, something a bit more like uh, gag, 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 out, no real driving narrative through the, through the middle of it, through the guts. Um, and I think... If you were expecting that from regular old Bogan, that it was just jokes, 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 and no real substance to it, um, I think you'd, you'd be bitterly disappointed. Mm, and bitter they were. What, with all the comments they left saying, this is the worst thing I've ever seen, right? Yeah. 
I actually quite like that when they say shit like that. It's um, it's really interesting because like you know, you 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 you're a comedian. It's really easy to say something shit. Anyone can fucking say something shit. Um, but you know, and that's what these people do. They go, "This is the worst thing ever." And then it's sort of the next step is when they tell you why it's shit. Um, but you never really get a comment in there saying, "This is shit." Here's why it's shit, and here's how to fix it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so unless someone gives me criticism. Yeah, it's never constructive. So unless someone does that, which is a fucking long Instagram message, to be honest. Like, it's a long comment to get through. Um, yeah, we want essays. Yeah, we'd love some essays. Actual constructive. <laughs> we, had a, we had one cool one where it was this guy got in touch after watching the first ep, and he hated the show. And he particularly hated the fact that we had Mary, the eight-year-old daughter, um, wanting to get a clit ring and yeah. asking her mum to go get a clit ring. And he was like, you guys are fucking pedos. We need to take this show off the air. This is absolutely disgusting. I can't believe that you did this. And then three to four weeks later, he writes back in the, like, and just under that message thread, he says, oh, no, this is actually pretty good, guys. Like, yeah. well done. Just no more clit rings on the eight-year-old girl. <laughs> he was almost too adamant yeah. about how much he hated pedophiles. Like, it was almost like, what do they say? Um, like the Lady Macbeth thing. Confess too much. Oh yeah, you know, yeah, he just he protests too much. Like he was just so against pedophilia. Like we thought we he thought he'd uh, he thought he'd spotted us. But we but, turned um, him, and that was the that was the cool thing. Yeah, we turned Guys, him. We turned him. Which was nice. But for QAnon, that's like the hot new thing. Anything that's remotely could be remotely sexual or just uh, even just abuse towards a child makes the makers of it a pedophile. Haven't you heard this? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Mate, I tell you what, in 2020, if you're scared of pedophilia, fucking grow up. <laughs> I haven't heard that one before. It's not bad, eh? <laughs> so, yeah, tell us. What, what, tell us your thoughts, mate. Destroy us. Tell us something. Mm, yes. Okay. You want, you want to be destroyed right now? I've never been asked yeah, for this I before. Be destroyed I mean, destroyed by you, Ross Purdy. It's, it's <laughs> destroy okay. me. Regular old Bergen. Okay, what's up with it? Okay, it's like this person, they find out that their family actually has roots uh, in being a Bogan, and they were like white and middle class their whole life, and I was expecting a cartoon, but it was actually live action. Uh, oh, upper middle Bogan. What? Upper middle, upper middle Bogan. No, I'm pretty sure it was regular old Bogan. <laughs> Fuck, no one, no one's ever made that comparison yet. You're the first, Ross Purdy. No one's been like, this, this show sounds a lot like Upper Middle Bogan. Oh, I watched it on Netflix. It was great. <laughs> what are you talking about? Pedos? What do you mean? Like I was going to say, I mean, the animation... I was going to say, the animation during this is very poor. It's like they are real people right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys can't draw cartoons. This is just real people. Look, it's lifelike. It's very lifelike, but it's it's not a cartoon. Look, you've got us. Busted. You've absolutely busted us. We are the creators of Upper Middle Bogan. Um, I never actually watched an episode of Upper Middle Bogan. Hey, you and most of Australia, so you fit right in. Yeah, right into the regular Bogan. Rest of Australia as well, who hasn't seen it. Okay, walk me through this like I'm a six-year-old. You yeah. got started initially making cartoons online because you broke your camera. What happens if you broke yeah. your hands and you can't draw ever again? Podcasts. How are your hands, Ross Purdy? 
My hands are just cut off. <laughs> I thought so. Stubs. You just got stubs for hands. I heard you typing before and it was just dunk, dunk, dunk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's very hard. Sometimes I have to use my tongue and it's just not very good. You know, we're, we're in a pandemic right now. I can't be licking things. You don't know what I have. No, that's very true. You're a, you're a, you're a fucking, you're an up and about six year old though. Like you, you, you're fine. You, you, you're immune from COVID. You can lick everything. The windows, you can lick anything. And that's exactly what I've been doing. I've been licking things even when it's not been appropriate. Do they taste like snarseberries? They definitely taste like that. I mean, I, I lick some car wheels and they taste like Cadbury. Really? Well, that's Oreo, right? Don't I, didn't they say like Oreo were made out of tires or some shit? <laughs> Will you remember that rumor? No. You don't? I've never heard that rumor. Oreo were made out a, of tires. Do you, have, do you have a Jamie that we can bring up articles? Yeah, uh, Ross Purdy, pull that up. Um, you have a Jamie. Jamie. <laughs> okay, Jamie and Adam have come back. They've said, <sighs> "Yeah, it's Oreos. Oreos made for you know, We're actually we're looking it up as we speak. Sebby's on the buttons. I'll we're be, um, I'll be the Jamie. So we've we've got chocolate covered Oreo ties in twenty twenty on Pinterest. We've got tire Oreos. Mate, I think this this conspiracy theory I don't is know whack. There's nothing uh, here. There's Sebby. absolutely nothing. All right. This up. Okay. There you go. Busted. 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 All right, let's get back to the podcast. We're going off on a tangent here about me licking everything, but I want to know, how did you get your start? The old money, important question. Well, it just seems like we've always been starting. Like, even before we (laughs) did the animation stuff, we were doing live action stuff um, for a long time, probably like three years. Um, And then broke the camera, started animation, did some short animated stuff and then we were like, oh, well, let's do some longer animated stuff like yep. with actual cartoons. So we started that, um, did that, did Fighting Isis and continued with the Stubbs characters um, and then Channel 7 called and we started, uh, started TV. And now that that's over. You've also got to remember, mate, like we were almost reluctant. Like we were making stepmates just in our spare time and then channel seven called. And then we were just like, we went up and we were like, well, we fuck, we'd be stupid not to like at least have a crack. Like we were working full time. We had decent jobs. Um, so we went up to Sydney, we pitched the fucking thing. Um, and it was like, it just kept, kept going. Um, and at the whole time we were like, they're never going to buy this. They're not that stupid. Um, it's channel seven. They can't be this dumb. And then it turns out that they really were that dumb. And then we had to start and then, we were fucked for, for basically nine to 12 months. We were up against it. On day one, we took stock on the schedule and went, fuck, we're three months behind. Um, so if you can imagine yourself, like you've just, you've just scored yourself this TV show, which you think you've wanted for a long fucking time. And then you're almost thrust into it straight away. And you're like, fuck, how, how are we going to catch up to this? By the time we finished it, we're just like, geez, can't wait to try again with something else. Like do it properly. Um, so yeah, man, like, how do we get our start? I've, I think we're still working towards getting one. We're still starting. <laughs> still in the beginning. That's good. You, you, we're just warming done. up. Like You're just warming up. How was the reaction from Channel 7 when, when uh, they found out how far behind you were? Uh, yeah. There was, so like, we're also, the, we, we were pretty weak about it. So we got, we got one of our, um, our producers from underneath us to actually call up Channel 7 for us. The, the EP at channel seven. We'd known about it that we were blowing out for a, for a long fucking time. Um, 
And then we finally spilled the beans and the producer called up the EP at Channel 7. And he said, hey, listen, um, the boys are going to be late. And then there was 45 seconds of silence before the guy then turned around. And this is pretty funny. Where's my fucking cartoon? <laughs> is actually what he said. Um, and then they had some time to fucking calm down a bit. They jumped on a call with Sebi and I. Um, by, the, by, by that stage, they'd, um, they'd calm down a bit, eh? Yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, we managed to smooth things over a little bit and they were just like, oh, it's fine. Um, and then we asked for some more money um, because time equals money. And um, we were about, we were staring down the barrel of about $60,000 worth of debt um, just to finish the show. That's how fucking bad it was. Um, and then uh, we asked him, it was like, hey, listen, do you reckon you could rattle the can around the office? You know, maybe do a fucking meat raffle or something like that just to, just to get some extra cash in. And um, they, they literally said, we don't care where you get the money, but it ain't going to be from us. Um, you know, and, you know, it's not a, not a big secret that Channel 7 aren't particularly solvent. Um, so we, uh, we ended up having to fucking single-handedly try and, um, and this, this is really scary, actually. I, I remember looking out the window and I said to myself, uh, I was like, fuck, you know what? We could really do with some sort of natural disaster or, uh, you know, terrorist attack or fuck, like, I don't know, fucking pandemic or something. And then bang, COVID hit and uh, it literally saved our ass. We got about $60,000 worth of fucking government stimulus. We got a little bit of extra time because all of a sudden seven were like less worried about our show and more worried about everything else that they had going wrong at the moment, uh, at the time. And um, yeah, so we nearly put in the special credit in, in, in the special thanks at the end. We were like nearly, you know, special thanks to the CCP and, and to the guy that ate the bat in Wuhan. Because if it wasn't for those guys, fuck. We wouldn't have made it. So what you're saying is eating bats in China leads to uh, just uh, big spikes in Australian animation. Yeah. Big yeah. move aheads. Yeah. yeah. Every cloud has a silver lining, Purdy. And um, for this one, eating the bat in Wuhan and I don't know, what's the, what's the death count at now? Two million? Oh, more than that. I, don't, I have no idea. All right, let's call it an even five million. Jamie? Let's call it five million. Five million people got regular old Bogan finished. Was it worth it? Was it worth it? Do you think it was worth it? Or do you want to flip it back and reverse it? Well, so we can save everyone who died from COVID if we take back, go back in time and stop regular old Bogan from being finished. I don't know. I think, I think the show was worth it. Thanks, cunt. <laughs> I mean, I mean, we're all thinking it. We're all thinking it. We're all thinking. I mean, just think about this for a moment. If it wasn't for you guys, the only recent Australian animated show, like in Australia, would have been Pacific Heat. I know. Pacific Heat. I know. Not even a pandemic could save that fucking show. Oh, absolutely not. But hey, working dog, if you want to hire me, I'll be hired. We're the same. Oh, we're the yeah. same. Absolutely. Sorry, that was that was that was clearly a joke. I'm sure there was. A it was joke. a joke. It was a joke. Was working, a joke. Dog. Guys, 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 please. You know what it's like You're to so... be a dog and working. <laughs> yeah. Sucks. We're, work, we're working dogs. We're all working dogs. Working dog. <laughs> Come on, Tom Gleisen. You're not better than me. <laughs> That's uh, how I network with all the big wigs. I go after people and say, "You're not better than me." That's how I met Will Anderson. You met Will Anderson? Uh, yeah, I met Will Anderson. I met Dave Hughes. 
I Carl Barrett. I went up to him and said, you're not better than me. How do you network? <laughs> That's amazing. What did they say to that? Did they disagree with you? They said, well, I don't know who you are. I don't think you're better than me. And then I thought, <laughs> well, yeah, you don't know who I am. You've never seen me. For all you know, I am better than you. Just plant that seed in their head and the insecurity will just eat them alive. Have you seen any of them do anything lately? No. They're fucking scared of me. They're scared of me, man. (laughs) You shook them up, bro. You can't answer that question like, you're not better than me because you can't say yes because that's going to come across as arrogant. Yeah. You don't want to say no because you don't want to to put yourself down. You got to fight for yourself a little bit. Yeah. Well, that's what we call the Matt O'Kine effect. The Matokine effect. <laughs> Remember when Chris Rock was on Triple J and <laughs> yeah. talk, talk, oh, talking, talking about like, hey, so you do a com- Matokine's like, I do comedy. And yeah, I'm pretty good. Let's throw it up. Just yeah, some yeah. boring mundane stuff about vacuum cleaners. And Chris Rock's like, uh, that's okay. Here's some <laughs> advice. When you're around people like me, don't like big up yourself like that. Just say, I'm yeah. okay. I'm okay. Oh, that was a painful interview. I remember that. <laughs> yeah, I think, that must have hurt. I think, well, he got the other guy out of it. <laughs> That's the entirety of that show, right? I haven't seen the Chris, other guy either. It's about it's the Alex Dyson. It's about the Chris Rock incident, right? Is it? Maybe. Who knows? <laughs> Who, knows? Who knows? No one knows. No hey, what's your it. take on Chris Rock coming out and saying that he's got a learning disability? <clears throat> you heard about this? Hmm. Learning disability. Well, you know, everyone's got a learning disability nowadays when you really think about it. That's true. Because learning's hard. Learning is hard, boys. Learning is hard. 40 episodes into this podcast, I've learned nothing. How long are you? So this is a weekly podcast? Yeah. 40 weeks? That's impressive, man. Not in a row, though. I mean, COVID... When I couldn't go into studios, I'm like, what the fuck am I supposed to do now? So for a good 16 weeks, I was off the air. Uh, but, still, you're at episode 40, right? Yeah, 40. Wow. 41, 42. Around that. We, we did our, when we did ours, we only got to, I think, 24, 25 podcasts. But I feel like that it was around there we were starting to get good at it. So I think you've learned. I think you've learned. Can we throw up a clip of... One of your old podcasts, Jamie? Yeah, we let's go back to episode one. Let's hear, let's, hear, let's hear a clip. And in fact, let's splice it in now. Let's just, um, <laughs> in the actual cut, Purdy, let's, let's have a listen to a, a moment in time from the Ross Purdy podcast. Let's, just, let's play a clip, a compilation of your finest moments. Okay. All right. What a great, what a great, what a great, what a great segment. Holy <laughs> yeah. cow. Ross yeah, Purdy, wow. the great. The growth in you is actually stunning, mate. Look have, at you now. Have we just muscled Ross Purdy into actually clipping in something? Yeah. I'm sorry, mate. I just wanted out. you to do some work and edit something in. <laughs> wow. I am re- Ben Russell's really being alienated right now by me going on about his Bubba Pizza promotional deal. Bubba Pizza. <laughs> My first guest had a, uh, did an ad for Bubba Pizza and I spent oh, maybe I a had- good... Good 15, 20 minutes on it, and now he won't return my messages. So, coincidence? We, we just listened to that. Clip, oh, we just, oh, that was the thing we just listened to. Yeah, of course, of course. Yes, sorry, sorry. Short, short memory. Learning's hard. 
Have you ever, have you ever insulted or like scared a guest away? I don't think I've scared anyone, but I think I've confused some. <laughs> yeah. I've, I've only li- I only listened to um, several, but you, like there's like there's the there's a riffing going on there, and and some people, the ones that I listen to, they seem to get it after maybe about five or ten minutes, and then they start playing along. Yeah, that's what I find usually happens. I mean, there's a couple of guests who just don't. Ne- well, there's only been a couple instances where I felt. They hated it and they didn't get it at all. Yeah. But is that good shit though? Is that like, you know, it's sort of like the Eric Andre show. It's like sometimes the better stuff is the more uncomfortable stuff. Mm. Oh, definitely. I'm surprised more people don't like, don't, don't get it. If you know what I mean. Yeah, I'm, surprised, yeah. I'm surprised people go along with it. But also a lot of the time I get comedians on. So they yeah. usually get it more easily. What's the, what's the, like the most awkward for you moment of, of the podcast thus far? Well, one time a guest just started pulling me up on how I didn't give him some water before the show and just started getting on my back about it. Like genuinely started talking about how like, oh, they just let, it's got me in here. I, I said, oh, I can go for some water. And they didn't, and Ross didn't give me water <laughs> and all this stuff. And I'm just thinking, well, the person was a woman. So I said, well, oh. I, think you, I think because you're a strong, independent woman and I'm a feminist, I think you can get, get your own water. water. <laughs> get your own fucking water, bitch. <laughs> well, I wouldn't say it like that, but... You know, I'm a big firm believer of equality. Yeah. Get one, get your own water. Did you invite her to your podcast space? Yes. Yeah. Was was there any explicit confirmation that there was going to be clean drinking water available? (laughs) And then I was going to freaking just have them like just roll out of freaking carpet for them and all that stuff. And here's another. Head out out the back and pump the tank. Yeah, yeah, sorry. also when she shared Also when she shared the podcast online, she just didn't hide the fact, oh, this podcast isn't that great, but it has its moments. My mouth was dry. <laughs> Would you share something and say, Oh, I was invited to do this thing. Don't think it was that great. Would you do that? No, what, well you just wouldn't share it. <laughs> exactly. You wouldn't share it. Or you just wouldn't say anything. You'll just go, oh, it is a thing I'm in, like whatever. Yeah. Let's have a riff on what's the best copy that we can put on a post about this podcast. Can we say something? <laughs> what, what, yeah, what, what, would, what can we say? What are we trying to, are we trying to get the most, what are we trying to do? In this episode of Ross Purdy's podcast, Seb pulls a gun on me. <laughs> Over Zoom. Over Zoom calls. Fuck, that's amazing. Can I just say the guest was Ashley Clark? There's no point beating around a bush. I was very specific. About everything that happens. I'm just going to say it. It was Ashley Clark. Listen back to that episode. Ashley Clark destroys the Triple J Hottest 100. Oh, wow. I'll, a, I'll, we'll listen to that. It's a classic episode. Does she, have the, does she say the water thing like on the episode? Yeah, she did. Let's clip it in. Clip it in. Let's <laughs> have a listen in. back. Wow, this is just Fuck. a highlight podcast. That was, that was... That's beautiful. Trip down memory lane there. Woo. 
Unbelievable. Wow, wow great that stuff. That dry-mouthed little bitch. I love it. This is becoming a clip show. This Get a like, bucket, go to the well. Fucking hell. This is like, you know, in The Simpsons, but they just do like filler. Yeah, this is just a flashback episode. Yeah. This is a clip show? This is a clip show. show. I already did a fake. I already did a fake clip show where the only real clip was the one where she gets on my back. <laughs> so, I, so I thought of this already. So classic, no, classic original content. Classic stuff, you know, guys. You ever thought of doing a fake clip show? I am thinking about it now because we were thinking of bringing the podcast back. That could be like episode two, like the best moments of the podcast this far. They're just all made up. We all made up. In. Barack Obama was on the podcast. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we had some we had some fantastic guests previously. This week it's Jim from around the corner, but we yeah. did have fucking Barack Obama at one point, and he wanted a glass of water. We've been thinking of doing a guest show as well, but uh, we just don't know how do how do you find finding guests in Australia? A lot of it is just comedians I know from just like yeah. around, you know. So a lot of it. And like, sometimes I just email people and they get back to me. I'm like, oh, that'll be good. They'll be good to have on the show. Try emailing them. And if I get a, if I get a response, that's good. If they say, yep, definitely. That's even better. It worked for us. Bit of yep. cold outreach. Yeah. Yep. Oh. I think were, we, were we same day? I think we were same day. I can't remember. I think I got, an, I got the email and then I was like, oh, Mark, do you want to do Ross Purdy? And he was like, get fucked, Ross Purdy. I had a look, I, I actually did, I had a flick through and it took me all of maybe 35, 36 seconds. And I said, we need to be on this podcast. <laughs> well, that's good. We actually had a, we, we, we actually had a conflict today and we fucking, we blew him off. We had, we had Joe Rogan fucking bothering us to jump on his podcast, his little <laughs> podcast. And we were like, sorry, cunt, we've got Ross Purdy today. Um, we'll have to do it some other time. And uh, it's, it's just such a pain in the ass. He was well, cold. Out, out, out. Well, you guys know that Joe Rogan is my enemy, right? Really? Yeah. So long running joke on this show that I, my initial name for this show was the Joe Rogan experience. This whole podcast is me yeah. just trying to one up Joe Rogan and guys, I won. Fucking ice, mate. The guys well, from Stepmates blew him off and just well, went for we me. Fucking, we chose you. Yeah. Fucking get in contact. Destroy him. Hey, Joey. Joey Rogan. You're on, news, you're on news radio. And you weren't even like the funniest, most memorable one. Should have been your wife that murdered you in your sleep. Cunt. <laughs> Joe Rogan injects testosterone into his body do you know that that is a fact like he has to put testosterone into his body because he's an old man when up against ross purdy whose fucking y chromosome throbs 24 hours a fucking day the man bleeds testosterone the man is a fucking walking talking violent piece of masculinity Joe Rogan is completely fucked if he wants to come face to face with Ross Purdy. Hear it now. Sounds like a wrestling. Sounds like a wrestling thing. I'm coming for you, Joe Rogan. This yeah. Saturday, cage match, hell in a cell. <laughs> You're gonna get hurty by Purdy. 
we're gonna do a bra and panties match where we have to strip each other down to our bra and panties. My and wrestling. It, yeah. Honey wrestling. <laughs> honey wrestling. Oh. It'd have to be Manuka honey, Joe Rogan. He'll only he'll only do it if it's Manuka honey. So you're on the same network as Blokes World. That's something. We are, I think. Oh, yeah. I remember watching Blokes World growing up. Yeah. Fuck, that show kicked ass. Occasionally, you'd see a titty. I was so excited to watch that show. So very excited. 14-year-old me was like, come on, enough of the blokes. Show me the world, baby. <laughs> Show me the strip club tours. <laughs> um, you, me, car park now. That was a great segment. I love that like, we could probably name every time slot that there was a boob on telly. Oh, man, that shit was gold. SBS Wednesdays, 10 o'clock. Kids these days, with their ability to be able to pull up hardcore pornography at any given moment, have no idea what it was like those times where you download porn and you only had a brief window of time before your mum or dad would walk in to the office where the shared computer was um, and you were downloading a still image and it would just go line by line trying to download it. And your boner, you, Do you remember how hard your dick was the first time you saw a tit? Holy shit. The first time I saw porn and jacked off to it, I reckon I've been chasing a dragon ever since. My heart was fucking beating so hard from that. Kids today have too much power. Way too much porn and power. We've, we've given them too much power. Too much power porn. Too much power, power porn. porn. And that's just a fancy name for cuckold porn. Too much of that. They, kids today will never understand having to delete cookies. True. You remember having to delete cookies? Woo. Bloody deleting cookies. I remember f- fucking eating cookies. <laughs> Couldn't eat these cookies. My mom nearly found the cookies. But she was like, I was standing next to her. She was at the computer and she opened the cookies folder and I could see all my dirty cookies. And I literally just like tripped over and pulled out the power cord. <laughs> and she walked away. She thought it was a genuine accident. She just walked away. I couldn't believe that worked. I had a floppy disk, a three and a half floppy disk that had maybe three pictures in there, three pictures of pornography in there. And uh, I saved it onto the floppy disk and then put like a sticker on the front and I just wrote virus. <laughs> um, no one ever put it into the no computer. I'm not putting that in the computer. Who puts a fucking virus on a three and a half floppy? Is that the same virus that the Hauzos are versing? Yeah, I reckon. Yeah, that's the same one. Yeah, okay. Three and a half floppy. Yeah. Wow, makes sense. And freaking Paul Fennick, he could just he Paul Fennick, he could just write himself into getting some. Yes, yes. Why is it getting the virus floppy? The floppy virus. It gave me a three and a half floppy, I'm telling you. <laughs> and that's a classic gag right there. And that's why we love Stephen. It's a good one. That's a classic. It's a good one. That's, Fucking that's it's a classic, but it's a good one. <laughs> So what's up? You do ISIS videos? Yeah, yeah, we do. We I tell you what, we actually did do. We never. This never made it to the channel, but we, Mark and I went out once and and we did like a fake beheading video. This is the worst joke we've ever done, by the way. We did a fake beheading video, um, but instead of beheading, it was the ice bucket challenge, and that was it. It was when that was going off, and we called it the ISIS bucket challenge. Um, We filmed it out in a beach. I don't even, how do we even get the ice out there? We went so, we drove like three hours. We had to get a bucket of water from the ocean 
and then drag it back. And it was fucking, a, you know, a full bucket of water is fucking heavy. This isn't just that these were like sand dunes as well because we couldn't have any water in the background and it either looked like desert. But this one, it never made its air because it was just so terrible. It was really bad. So we do make ISIS videos, but we don't release them. And then uh, when we returned the camera because we had to hire it because this was post us breaking the camera, when we went to go return it, we decided to tell the, the company that we hired the, the, all the gear from that we were actually on the beach and we were filming like a beheading video, like an ISIS parody. And um, they charged us a thousand bucks extra. They, they fined us like a thousand bucks because they said, oh, you filmed on a beach and there's sand all through the, the camera gear. Yeah, you're not allowed us to take camera so, gear on the beach. Terrorists. Yeah, well, if you didn't film that video, the terrorists would have won, so... Correct. We were just doing our part. Correct. We're just doing our bit. We got him. We got him. So, regular old Bogan, season two. When's that happening? Immediately. Tomorrow. 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 I said, someone said on Instagram the other day, like, oh, how, how many, when season, how many seasons will there be? And I was like, 10 seasons in a movie. And he was just like, you are taking the piss. You are and taking like, the on, piss. Why, why, why can't you believe that? So unbelievable. We are taking a short break because it took us 18 months to do Fighting ISIS. Not Fighting ISIS, regular old Bogan, sorry. Um, so we're going to take a bit of a break, regroup. And then we're going to have a chat with Seven, see if they want to fund it again. But to be honest, I'm not sure what that's going to look like. Who knows? Well, the real reason I brought you guys on the show is that I wanted to muscle in for a part on regular, regular old Bergen season two. Mate, like, yeah. you're in. You're in. You're, in. you're on the fucking wish list. But I just didn't think that we would, we would actually be able to connect. Um, we just We're connecting now. Pie in the sky. But yeah, look at us now. And I'm, I'm so glad you asked. Like, because um, yeah, we, 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 we'd, we'd love to have you on. Um, if season two happens, mate, we're going to do a, we're going to do a whole Ross Purdy episode. You can do all of the voices. Great. I was going to suggest that you just take a break and I do all the voices. So I could do great voices like this one. Hi everyone. This is me. I'm, I'm Toby, the son. Isn't that great? That's uncanny. That is uncanny. Hi, I'm I'm Mary. The uh, I'm the I'm the I'm the daughter. I'm the little little girl. Uh, clit ring daughter. Clit ring daughter. Sell my piss to junkies. These are incredible. I'll Can you do Gav for me, mate? I okay. need to do you, Gav. Okay. <clears throat> oh, I fuck off. We're, we're going to Spoof Creek, Toby. That's pretty much that him, is, right? Mate, that, that might be the best one yet. Like that one, that one is, um, I might it be al- out of a job. It almost seemed like I was putting effort in that one compared to the other two. I liked it, yeah. <laughs> what about the mum? Keep going. Yeah. I'm going to give you the whole cast list. I've got the cast list here, actually. Hang on. Good, okay, good. Just- Every fucking voice. From here on out, we're just going to get you to do them. I'll just yell out the character name and you do them. Good. I'm like the male blank of this generation. Uh, I'm the mother. I'm the regular old bacon mother. Where That's... were you when we were casting the show? That's what I want to know. Where was Ross Purdy when we were in casting? I was here the whole so time. much money. I was here the whole time. You could have just... Give me a call, boys. 
Do you know how expensive paying real women is to do voices, Ross Purdy? You would have been so much fucking cheaper. I know, but they cost a lot of money. That's why Bob's Burgers doesn't do it. Yeah. Yeah, that's smart. Yeah. It's so hard. 2020. <clears throat> so, Isaac Butterman. What was that like? What was it like working with that guy? I heard he was for oh, Joker. Man. Uh, did he come on to uh, set and did he come on to the recording booth and be all like, why so serious? He actually, um, in a, in a classic Isaac Butterfield move, he, he told a joke. So we were in the studio with him. It was Mark, myself, Pete and, um, Tiago, someone who was helping us film some behind the scenes stuff. And he told a joke just as he left and it was a very offensive joke. And he basically split the room in half. And, uh, as he left, the other two were like, oh, like I hate the man. It was about Eurydice Dixon, um, the, the, the girl that got uh, raped and murdered at Princess Park. And it was merely months after the whole incident. And he just dropped that one, the whole room. And Sebi and I were probably, you know, we, we just wanted to keep the man happy. So we just sort of had to do that like that. <laughs> oh, Isaac. Oh, you cheeky, cheeky monkey. And these other guys in the room did not like it at all. They were, they were like that. that they, were, they were shaking. They were literally shaking. That's how much the joke hurt them. Well, when you get an Isaac Butterman into the studio, I mean, the guy, he's like, he's a complete nihilist. He's like, he's the Joker. He's like, sorry, for me- he's just, the Joker. sorry, Ross, if I could just jump in. Just, just, it's, it's actually um, Isaac Butterfingers, if you could, please. Right. So I just okay, want to get his sure. name right. So Isaac Butterfingers. Butterfingers, great, but Butterfingers I mean, yeah. Okay. I mean, for Jokers, there's Heath Ledger, Joaquin Phoenix, Isaac Butterfingers. Yeah. He just, wants, he just wants Jared to watch. Yeah, he just wants to watch the world burn, Isaac. I mean, he just goes in there with his clown makeup. He goes, "Why so serious about serious topics?" <laughs> yeah. Who are, your other, who are your favorite online comedians? Oh boy, Ross Purdy. I got to big up myself. Ross, hundred yeah. percent. I'm backing you. Hundred back, back in that too. horse. Hey, speaking of online comments, I got an online comment just this morning and there was some guy going, ah, I know comedy's subjective, but this isn't funny at all. I'm two minutes in. I haven't laughed once. I'm cringing, actually. This is a five-minute video? Dude. I just replied with congrats. You made it. That's all, man. That's all you can do. You got to just fight it with positivity. That's it, man. Fuck those that's clowns. That's the only way. We, uh, yeah, we had some, we had some real nasty ones come through when the show first came out, um, and we tried it. We, we actually did try and like kill them with kindness a little bit. Like we slipped into the DMs with a couple of people, and we were just like, you know, oh, you know, that's great. Like, well, thanks. What didn't you like about the show? But they just kept coming. We got a really good one, Russ. We got there was a guy that um, did a, a video critique of uh, regular old Bogan. Um, and I'll, I'll drop his name. He's, he's Spookies. Spookies yeah, Review. Yeah. Scaries. Scaries. He's a very scary boy anyway. And he um, dressed up as a skeleton and uh, he, he gave it to us for a good three and a half minutes. He, uh, he fucking tore us to bits. This was before um, the show had even aired. Yeah, before he'd even seen a fucking frame. He, he, knew. he knew the show was complete garbage. Um, and he... It, it, do you, know how, do you know how fucking weird it is to watch a man dressed up as a fully fucking grown man who's dressed up as a skeleton hate your content before he's even seen a second of it? Well, clearly this is some sort of time-traveling skeleton. 
He is, yeah. He's dead. So he can now just kind of mess with the fabric of time. Uh, he can come back and warn everyone. Yeah, he was warning everyone. He was warning. But uh, he subjectively thought it was terrible, so therefore it's an objective. That's true. That makes perfect sense. The yeah. problem is, though, because he's a skeleton, he's technically a nobody. No Jesus. body. You are on fire. How's that? No yeah. body. Only two. the fucking best for the Ross Purdy podcast, boys. Well, he's destroying comedy right now. I mean, I feel like I've got to change the name of the show. Comedy is destroyed. <laughs> Destroys comedy again. One more time with feeling. Kaboom. <laughs> Ross Purdy, stop. It's already dead. No. The Ross Purdy ethos is you got to drag things to the ground long <laughs> after you've used it up. I will never actional knock everyone else down. So you can reach the summit <laughs> stand on other people's heads. Ross Purdy. It's the only way I will never stop making that Joe Rogan joke. I make every single episode. <laughs> I will never stop my suddenly Susan, Susan Proven joke, but I haven't done in episodes. Do you want to hear it? Hear that. Mate, you're going to yeah. have to drop it. Do you want to hear it? You know, Susan yeah. Proven, the, the festival director of the Melbourne International Comedy Festival. Every, t every time I call her up, I'm just like, suddenly Susan. <laughs> she hangs up on me and she wants nothing to deal with me. And that's the bit. <laughs> and then I did a, I did a, like a, a, a second version of that, but with a comedy producer, Janet McLeod, where I say McLeod's daughters. Just a classic Aussie show and her, her name's McLeod and, the, you know, McLeod's daughters. It's classic bits, guys. This is classic this is, material. Okay. I'm getting very inside baseball of this old podcast right now. There's a, there's a lot of jokes I just dragged to the ground because yeah. I refuse to stop. I just like the layers in this sort of thing. There's so many jokes here, but just I think the it'll be the gift that keeps on giving this podcast. It, it'll it'll really um it'll reward the loyal viewer or the loyal listener. That's what I think. But I, who is the loyal listeners? Tell me your names. Slide into my DMs, Steve. Come on, Steve. I know you're out there. Come on, Steve. Open up Gmail. Send a fucking email in. Come on, come. I'm on Facebook. Ross Purdy. Follow, follow me on Twitter at Destroy Comedy. <laughs> Tweet at, at me. <laughs> you need a like a mailbag segment. Like yes. A, listeners, you need to give it right in. Ross Purdy gives advice to listeners. You need to be giving more life advice, Ross Purdy. Thank we you. I've always, I've always felt like I needed to give more life advice. I think the world needs it. Okay. First things first. If you're really behind on getting your animated show finished, wish for a pandemic and you <laughs> shall receive. Yep. Yeah. Then yep. Use, use the government stimulus to finish off that baby. Yep. Yep. And then the first episode, as, well. as the first episode gets released, you get accused of being a pedophile. Yeah. <laughs> These are the steps. You think Seth MacFarlane gets accused of being a pedophile all the time? I mean, that baby on that show. They really do yeah. sex jokes with that baby. 
Yeah, he must have copped it. Well, he's a liberal degenerate, so. <laughs> What's he doing now? Is his family guy still on? I have no idea. I mean, he's just sitting at home fucking kids, I think. <laughs> well, that's what he does because he's Hollywood, you know. That is, yeah. yeah. Nice Deep Hollywood. state pizzas and fucking kids. <sighs> Deep state. I mean, I'm pretty sure Family Guy. I mean, pizza chains are probably big sponsors of Family Guy, right? So it's all connected. So. It's all connected. That's very true. You heard it here first. What else do you think he does behind the scenes on the Orville? <laughs> when the camera turns off, he gets those kids. <laughs> he lives out his other childhood fantasies. Gives it to him. Epic Farland, if you want me to work, to work for you, I'm all, I'm all ahead. I, 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 please hire me. He's done, you've heard his voices earlier in the podcast. You know big fan, doing. actually, big fan, big fan. Even I'm actually a big fan of him fucking the kids, to be honest. Um, I'm sorry, I, I, I want to make that very clear. I wasn't being derogatory. Um, That's good to know. Sorry, complimentary. Yeah, Vicky uses Ted as a way of luring the kids. I'm the, <laughs> work. I'm the voice of his teddy bear. That's grooming. He's just grooming the kids with Ted. The whole time. Oh, the teddy, the teddy bear squirting itself with lotion, but we all know what that actually means. <laughs> the teddy bear doesn't talk to police. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Mick Farlin. Can't trust those Irish. <laughs> Get a couple of drinks in them. Who knows what fucking happens, eh? Hey, so this is another regular old Bergen question. We're flipping okay. switches all the time. Did That's South Park right. end up blushing? <laughs> uh, we, uh, maybe from embarrassment, mate. We hate that. And we asked, we begged the network not to make the South Park comparison. They were so proud of it, man. We were sitting in a fucking meeting and they were like, so we're going to run some promos. What do you think of this? This is the show that, and I think the, the original pitch was, if you thought South Park was bad, wait till you see regular old Bogan. <laughs> and we went, please do not do that. Because they're like, what are you talking about? Like, they're like, you guys have no idea. You don't know what you're doing. You, guys, it, you guys don't know how to make TV, television. All right, we're it's, Channel 7. Look, it's the year 1999. Comparing your stuff to South Park is still in. But it's the same as saying, like, you know, if you were a guitarist and you like Jimi Hendrix and you release, like, an album of songs in the vein of Jimi Hendrix and then your marketing person was like, this album will make Jimi Hendrix blush. It's like, there's no, that's the worst fucking marketing in the world. Everyone's going to be like... It's so dumb. It's so dumb. It's, and you're walking into criticisms. Like, when we're bringing back our podcast in a couple of weeks, you know, we're not going to fucking turn around and go like, oh, the podcast is back and it fucking shits all over Purdy's. We would never do that. Because no one would know what you're you talking about. You don't do that. You don't do that. You don't try and knock down the people on the top. As we spoke about, Russ, you try and knock down the people who are below you. That's how you get ahead in, in this industry. You don't try and take down the people above you. I think that was my... Okay. Okay. Because I've been trying down. to knock always, out... Always punch punch down. down. Always punch, punch down. down. It's, the, it's, the, it's the golden rule of comedy. It's funnier. I've been trying to knock down Joe Rogan this whole time, but he's doing but much he's better than me, so I should stop. 
On paper, Ross. On paper. Fuck, he's not doing better than you. He's below you. Punching down. You're you're punching Punching. down to Joe Rogan. I'm telling you right now. Okay, that's good to know. I always want to punch down because I am a short person. I'm a short man, so I can't be punching up. I have to freaking go on my tippy toes if I want to be punching up. It's not fun, and it's it, honestly you'll 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 pull a shoulder out or something. Like it's just you. We're not made for that, biologically speaking, biomechanically. We're just not meant to be punching up all the time. It's much more efficient to be punching down, and it's funnier. Yeah, it's funnier. Minorities, um, you know, <laughs> genders and gender fluidity, whatever it is, like it is just funnier to punch down. That is good to know, and you can direct all angry letters to stepmates. And, uh, yep, at it. Stepmates on Twitter. That's it. Uh, yep, I think that's right. Stepmates TV on YouTube and yep. Stepma- uh, Stepmates TV on Facebook. Sorry, Mark. Ross Purdy. Hmm? What, are your, what are your links? Give us your links. My at links? Destroys Comedy Destroy, on Twitter. At Destroy Comedy on Twitter. Insta- at Destroy Comedy. Instagram. At Ross Purdy will destroy comedy. Facebook. Ross Purdy, YouTube, Ross Purdy. You can look at all my classic. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're an OnlyFans? Mate, I should start an OnlyFans. There's a video of me on YouTube where I fuck a fan. I can put that video on there as a sort of start. I would simp. I would be a simp. Thank you. You fucked a fan. I fuck a fan in one of my videos. It's called COVID Madness. It's great. It's, it's a... very pertinent comedy where I go mad with uh, COVID. Uh, there's footage from Grease 2 in there randomly. Um, the best Grease. <laughs> the yeah. best Grease. Yeah, the better Grease. The superior Grease. Just classic comedy videos like that. There's my MTV Spring Break 96 audition tape. <laughs> <laughs> it's my Beauty and the Geek Australia audition tape. Uh, Australian Idol. That's the next one. Good. It is. It's coming back to seven. It's the coming. seven network. They've told you. If anyone fucking questions whether Angus Ross and James Warburton and all the top brass at fucking Channel 7 don't have their finger firmly on the pulse, bringing back Australian Idol should shut you the fuck up. Because look at that. Have we not all been screaming for more Australian Idol? I know I have. I have. I've lost my voice from screaming so loud about wanting more Idol. So that means you can't audition for Ireland on the show because you lost your voice. It's, it's all part of their tactics. That's what they want. They want to try and scoop us out, Ross. They want us to not audition because they know we dominate. Exactly. And you already got that freaking cartoon show. Do you need your voice out there more? <laughs> That's, true. That's true. So speaking of Mark, Seb, what have you learned on your comedy journey? Fuck all. Yeah, nothing. I've gone backwards. Yeah. Okay. All right. Let's write that um, down. Stay out of comedy. You know, stick to the nine or five. Yeah. Don't follow yeah. dreams. Stability is better than comedy. Um, <laughs> you know. Fuck. We just need to keep the missus happy. Yeah. That's the. That's the trick. As girls get older, they prefer stability. They do. It's fucked. What? It's catch forty-two. I know. It's, it's... They used to find that you know they. Yeah, they don't care. They just want they just want stability, rent paid, glasses of water. You've you've experienced this, right? <laughs> glasses of water. 
clean drinking water you like they're fucking on, princesses. You invite them on the podcasts and they just they ask for some water and they think fucking you're like a princess Jasmine. Yeah. Fuck off. R- cold running water from a tap. That's yeah. all. That's Fuck. Nag, 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 nag. nag, nag. <laughs> fucking hell. So what have you learned on this podcast journey? Because this podcast itself is it's a journey. This has been a journey. I've learned that Oreos are not made from car tires. As I previously thought. <laughs> That's good to know. I've learned that learning is indeed hard. Thank you. And that's what I've been trying to get through to people these past 42 episodes of this show. Learning is hard. That's why I don't try. I'm still the same as I've been since episode one. (laughs) There's been zero growth. And growth's overrated. Mark and Seth from Stepmates, thank you so much for being on the show. Hey, thank you, Legend, thank you, mate. This is honestly, it's a dream come true. It's a true honor. It's, it's the highlight of our career. And um, I think we can safely go and uh, kill ourselves pretty promptly after this podcast. And we'll, and you rest assured, we'll have a smile on our face. Thank you very much, Ross Purdy. And after you suicide yourselves, I'll hold an in memoriam on the next episode. And we'll come back as skeletons and warn people to never listen. Thank you. Now, here's my sign-out phrase. Ross Purdy, that's coming in.